In this episode, we speak with Rachel Geller, Managing Director at Insight Partners, where she helps lead investments in high-growth software and internet companies with a focus on application software and marketplaces. Rachel has provided investment, growth, and M&A support for more than 50 portfolio companies. She is also a vocal advocate for increased diversity in both the software and investment sectors and is a driving force behind many of Insight's DE&I initiatives. Rachel was recognized by GrowthCap as one of the top women leaders in growth investing of 2022. Founded in 1995, Insight has focused on scaling software companies for over two and a half decades and has invested in over 700 companies worldwide. The firm has over $90 billion in assets under management. I'm your host, RJ Lumba. We hope you enjoy the show. RJ Lumba is the managing partner of GrowthCap and the executive chairman of Market Insight Media. He is the host of Growth Investor, a podcast featuring today's best investors, executives, and founders. In the minutes ahead, we'll uncover insights and strategies for accelerating growth and succeeding in business. Rachel, it's so great to have you here on the podcast. Delighted to chat with you today. Where I'd like to kick off, actually, is your start at Insight. Not always you're able to transition into investing or to work with a firm, investment firm, fairly early on in your career. So I'd love to hear about that time where you switched into working in the investment industry. Sure. And RJ, thank you so much first for having me. I'm I'm truly honored to be here. So yeah, I joined Insight in 2008. I've been with the firm for about 14 years now. And over this time, the firm has experienced incredible growth. And I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to contribute to it and to learn every single day still from some of the best software investors out there. My path to investing really started with an interest in building companies. My dad is an entrepreneur. I started my career before Insight, actually at American Express in strategy and marketing, thinking one day perhaps I would start my own company, not software, but payments and recurring revenue business models. So a lot of parallels there. And because of that background, I joined Insight as part of our onsite team, as you referenced. And I spent many years on that team, scaling the team and partnering with CEOs and founders on strategic topics like M&A and pricing and also evaluating new investments. And so ultimately the why I moved to the investment side is I really increasingly love the deal-oriented parts of my job. I saw it as a way to more holistically focus on that interest in building companies and to build even deeper relationships with founders. So as an investor, I focus on bringing my scaling experience and pattern recognition over all of these years at Insight and working with software companies to the companies that I work with now. You know, it's wonderful to see when there's a true purpose to why an investor does something. And this goes back to your childhood watching perhaps your father build a business. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, kind of the meaning behind what you do and how you were able to translate that into actual impact and results in your early days working with Onsite? Yeah. So actually, both my parents are pharmacists. So he built not tech companies. I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be an investor or work in tech at all. He owned retail drugstores and I worked as a child behind the counter, ringing the cash register, honestly. But I also talked a lot with him about how he thought about scaling his businesses and the challenges you encounter along the way. 
And I think what I learned, you know, early on as part of the onsite team and I've reflected on is those inflection points, those decision points around the journey really matter. And those going back to the conversations I had with my dad on his drugstores that he was running, there's a lot of parallels in terms of any business that you're scaling. And what we've learned in working with so many software businesses, Insight has been around for 26 years, I've been doing this for 14 or so, is that those decision points and those inflection points, there's a lot of patterns that repeat themselves. And there's a lot of ways that we can help bring the best resources to bear to these companies to help them scale and to see around the corners and to know what's coming next and to make good decisions along the way. Is there a common thing you see most often? You say there's some universal things that businesses go through as they try to scale and advance to the next stage of their company life cycle. Are there certain things you can almost see immediately like, okay, you're at this stage and we know how to get to the next stage? I think there's a couple of things. I think often when we start out on the journey with a company, we're working with a founder who has built an incredible product. They found that product market fit and they need to scale. And so the couple areas that we engage first are talent. So bringing in the next level of talent to the management team and helping figure out what roles to hire first, and then scaling go to market. So when you have this great product at the beginning, it's selling itself. How do you actually scale that go-to-market motion? What does that org structure need to look like? We have a center of excellence within our on-site team, which I'll tell you a little bit more about in a second, that really focuses on some of the tactics and gets their hands dirty in helping our founders build those businesses. Another area that we really focus on is data. So because we are so data-driven and have such scale in our portfolio to bring the best software benchmarks to our companies... We focus a lot on instrumenting businesses. And so when we invest, companies may be at different stages of maturity in terms of how visible their metrics are. And we feel like if the best thing we can do is get the right tooling in place and the right reporting in place to really see what's happening in the business. And then together with our founders and CEOs, we can help determine the right things to prioritize. Our onsite team is a team of more than 130 operators who are organized in the functional areas that are needed to scale a software company. So sales, marketing, customer success, product engineering. And we're able to bring all of these resources together to partner with our portfolio companies in the areas where they really need the most help. And when we think about Insight today, it's funny, as I speak with other investors in the software and technology space, Insight is almost held up on a pedestal among the top software investors. I'd like to hear a little bit more about these value creation capabilities. I mean, you mentioned them. Can you give us a little something distinct, maybe perhaps some companies you worked with? Well, first of all, that's very kind of you to say. We appreciate it. I think that in terms of value creation, we really view scaling companies as a partnership between Insight and our CEOs and management teams and building great businesses together. We really build deep relationships, and then we take a team-based approach to engaging with our companies between our on-site team and our investment team so that our companies have access to the full platform of resources across all of the functional areas that I've mentioned. And it's all the option of the company. So we don't force a certain approach, but we have a lot of best practices to bring to bear. In terms of examples, maybe without naming names, I can tell you about one area where we spend a lot of time, which is M&A. I think 
insight because of the size of our sourcing engine and then all of the resources I mentioned, it's a pretty unique place that we can partner with our companies and add value. So one of my portfolio companies, and this is a pretty common pattern, when we invested, it was a single product company. And we wanted, in partnership with management, to build this out into a multi-product suite. And some of this we built internally in terms of new products, and some of this we acquired. And in our initial whole period, we did six acquisitions, and Insight sourced several of these acquisitions. And in the beginning, we were really involved in the full life cycle as the deal because the company had not yet built out their corporate development muscle. So not only did we help source the company, we helped diligence it. We were helping on post-merger integration. We were having our sales experts think about how we go to market. What do we think about pricing and packaging? But then as the company scaled and we continued to acquire further companies, we were able to act more as advisors in partnership with the company because they had built a lot of those capabilities internally. So I think that's just one example, but we really tailor the way that we engage with companies at different points of their life cycle. Mm -hmm. Now I'd like to switch over into your path because it seems if I have this correct, you switched from onsite into the investing side of the house. Tell us about that transition and how maybe your prior experience really helped you become a great investor. The transition was somewhat organic. The experience that I had working side by side with our CEOs and our founders, advising them on strategic topics, really helped build my pattern recognition on what good looks like and also how to bring the best of insights resources in terms of the value creation that we've been talking about to each of the companies that I work with. And it was really just enjoying that process of scaling companies and the opportunity to build really deep relationships with founders that led me to focus more on the investing side. I'd love to hop into the macro here and what's happening in the software industry. This will air later, but today it's September 28th, 2022. There's been volatility in the market. Something interesting, when you hear people speak about the software space, you'll hear numbers thrown out, like there's 40,000 software companies out there. There's 100,000 software companies out there. I mean, there's a lot of room to grow. Tell us about your view on the software industry. How big is it? Where are we? And what are the pains we're experiencing? And are those warranted? None of us can predict the future. Clearly, the market and the valuation environment have changed. But we, like many of the references you just made, remain excited and committed to the future of software. We think we are in the early innings in terms of all of the software companies that are being created every day and all of the workflows and processes that are still yet to be digitized. We have thousands of touch points each year with the best software companies globally. And so we're continuing to invest and look for the very best companies and founders and are pretty flexible on capital structure within that. I think the other thing that I would note is that Insight has been investing in software companies for 26 years. We've seen downturns before. We've invested and really part of the original platform of Insight is this onsite team that we've been talking about. So we feel very prepared to work side by side with our portfolio companies through whatever environment we're dealing with. And the other thing you focus on, I believe, is marketplaces. Can you tell us a little bit about how you look at marketplaces versus application software and maybe what's happening now within that space? 
Yeah, so I spend a lot of time in enterprise software as well as marketplace businesses, both B2B and B2C. I think a lot of the trends are the same. I get really excited about disruption, about digitizing workflows and processes that really are operating offline today. And so within marketplace businesses, a trend that's honestly not that new, but that I get excited about is seeing where there's SaaS software. So there's workflow software with the marketplace on top of it, where you can really think about how you're improving the workflows, which I think makes the software quite sticky. And then all the transactions that can flow through the marketplace on top of that. Before we hop into the end portion of the interview and more fun topics, would like to point out, obviously, you've been at Insight for over 14 years. Obviously, you're a woman and you've excelled in a male-dominated space. You support a lot of diversity and inclusion. Tell us about your journey and maybe how you think things could improve and what Insight has gotten right. I think Insight has been a truly wonderful place to build a career. I feel really fortunate to have built my career here, and I think it's made a big difference in my ability to be successful as an investor. We really collectively want Insight to be one of the best places to build your investing career for everyone. And we've been really deliberate in trying to achieve that. And I think there's several components which work together. We focus a lot on diversity in our recruiting, and we are making a concerted effort around gender and racial and socioeconomic diversity. And I believe that the more women you have on a team, the more women will want to work there and the more women will want to stay since we're talking about gender diversity today. It's a really long journey, but we have so many talented women in the firm and it's exciting. The firm has also put best-in-class structural programs in place, which include parental leave. So I have two kids. I've taken two maternity leaves and I've always had the flexibility that I need to lead a really full life. And there's a great community of parents, both male and female, to turn to for advice and moral support along the way. And I think the people at Insight really power everything. I think it's a really special group of people. And a lot of the reason that I've been with the firm for so long, two of the values that we talk a lot about internally are hunger to win and heart. And that really permeates the culture. And I think the combination of relentless hard work and drive but also high integrity and respect is very unique. And then kind of the last thing I would say on success factors is that mentorship and sponsorship have played a very big role in my career. And I've had many incredible mentors and sponsors within Insight who've advocated for me at various stages of my career. And so when you combine all of this, it's made my experience quite amazing. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by these firms who are today somewhat behemoths in, in the investing world, and they couldn't have gotten there without a really strong foundation and strong culture. Do you think that this foundation was set with the leadership? What was unique about those early days and ensuring that people would stick around and they would help build the firm into what it is today? Yeah, it certainly starts with the leadership of the firm. And I've felt this from the day I arrived. I don't think it's something that can be built overnight. I think what is unique about Insight is there's so many people who have been at the firm for a lot of years. And that foundation has been laid such that as we bring new people into the firm, and we've brought many new people into the firm, the type of values and the way that the culture evolves, in many ways, it stayed the same as the firm has scaled which I think is unique and, and quite special. 
Yeah, is there something that as you're recruiting, and by the way, a friend of mine told me that Insight had recruited away someone that I had worked with on a deal, and the guy was exceptional. And I said, wow, Insight is getting amazing talent with this person. So is there something you look for that's something unique that Insight says, okay, this person will fit well in our culture? We have several values that we talk about, but the ones that resonate the most with me are the two I mentioned. So this idea of hunger to win and heart, doing it in the right way. And I think that is unique for our industry. And and when we are recruiting people, we're looking for that combination of people who are truly relentless, right? Who work extremely hard, who really want to win, but it's not win at all costs. And it's really about how we treat each other within the firm. How do we treat all of the people that we interact with across the whole industry and especially the founders that we work with as well? We're coming up on time. I have a couple questions left. One is, can you tell us about a book that may have had a profound impact on you? And if that's too serious, you can just provide a book recommendation. Sure. I read a lot, so it's hard for me to just choose one. A book that has stuck with me, honestly, since I was a kid is a book called The Namesake by Jhumpa Lahiri. It's like a coming of age story and it really resonated with me at the time. And I continue going back to it and thinking about the journey. We talked a lot about journeys today and my journey at Insight and the journeys that people have throughout their life. And I really enjoy reading stories like that. And I think she's a wonderful storyteller. Excellent. Last question is, can you tell us about a leader or a person you admire? Yeah, there are many. I'm most inspired by some of the leaders I work with at Insight. And so I'll tell you about a couple of them. One is Hillary Gosher. She was the first female partner at Insight. And so she really paved the way for the rest of us to follow. And she has built and leads our on-site team that I've been speaking about. Her impact is really beyond Insight because she's an active mentor within the broader tech community in New York City. And one more, I know you only asked me for one, but another one is Jeff Lieberman. And I work really closely with Jeff and I really admire him as both an incredible investor as well as a teacher. He is very committed to creating the next generation of great investors and already has a very impressive list of investors that he's mentored over the years. And he's been a very vocal and dedicated champion of our diversity inclusion efforts at Insight as well. Excellent. Well, Rachel, I want to thank you again for taking the time. I know our audience will find this very insightful. Thank you so much for having me. 